0: on ESPN UP, Tanner Hoops with you on Friday afternoon. That's the side, Mr. Ryan Stieg. It's been a long week, hasn't it, Ryan? It's been very long. It was a very long day yesterday. Let's put it that way. UPSSA meetings. Yes,
1: it was the UPSSA uh, All-UP Voters meeting yesterday. Uh, We were there for... Well, I was there. Mm. (laughs) You, You had to go do the show, so you bugged out. I had obligations. You had obligations, but I stayed for... Uh, it was about eight hours, and then I was up really late at night typing stuff. So uh, pick up a copy of the newspaper
0: <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yes. Are you one of those people? Because we technically can release the results of yesterday's meeting. Are you one of the people that will release it right at midnight, or do you wait till the next day? I always wait. I, I do it at midnight. Okay.
1: Um, just because, well, some people are paying attention at midnight, mm-hmm. um, and I want the, the kids to find out first. And uh you know, a lot of the kids follow me and it's just it's fun to watch them celebrate. So I, I'm gonna do it that way. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be midnight tonight, considering our paper comes out tomorrow with everything <laughs> right, in it. So uh um but yeah, if you're gonna I'll tweet it out at midnight, what's gonna happen and uh you know, I think a lot of fans will be happy and there's some fans as always who probably gonna be mm-hmm. disappointed. But uh you know just dis- I We put our time in, (laughs) very much so, So, uh, but as always, the meeting was eventful.
0: I tell you what, there are going to be four counties in Michigan that get a bonus. They're going to get theirs at 11 o'clock tonight. They're going to find out the results instead of midnight. Yes. So they get a jump on. Congrats (laughs) to Iron Dickinson counties. I don't know who else is out there. Uh, I, don't know. I know there's four counties. One's Gojib- Iron, right?
1: Gojibik. Okay. And then I think the Ontonagon County might be the that other one. That might be it. Yeah. That makes sense. The, the four ones that are in Wisconsin are the ones that are the Central Time Zone ones. Okay, that makes so, sense. Yeah.
0: I tell you what, though, we got a lot to get to today. We've got football coming up. The New York Mets have a new manager a couple of days after the baseball season ends. Plus, we got a few guys who aren't doing their public images any kind of favors we've got northern michigan hockey back in town tonight we'll talk with ryan about that plus we'll have a halloween candy draft i tell you what did you get quite a few trick-or-treaters last night i did not you didn't
1: i i was disappointed i usually get trick-or-treaters every year um not a lot just because i live in a comp- con- an apartment complex with a lot of college students mm. so we don't have a whole lot of kids but uh you know this year i didn't get any mm. we got Um, last year I think we got like four or five, maybe six, but, uh, this year we didn't get any. I don't know if it was just cold. I don't know if it was just, I don't know if it was a cold, there was a chance of rain slash snow. I don't know if what that was the deal is, but, uh, I bought three bags of candy and Mm -hmm. I'm going to end up eating them myself. So I, uh, that was disappointing. I, I, I love trick or treating. Halloween is by far my favorite day of the year. Mm -hmm. So that was a, that was a sad night. What kind of candy? Oh, I, I had a wide variety. Oh, I, really? Uh, Should have brought it in here. I, I I thought about it, have but, a party also, <laughs> I had um, I had a wide variety of chocolate. I had Starburst. I mm. had. I think I had some. I don't know Willy Wonka kind of concoction. Nerds? Yeah, nerd okay. slash other stuff. I mean, like I, I'm a guy who has a lot of variety. If I had more money, I'd even be the guy who gives out full size candy mm. bars. I, I'm I'm scraping by right now, so so I, I, I can't quite do that yet. But um, yeah, I I I love going all out on Halloween, and uh, last night was kind of disappointing. But you know, maybe next year will be better. What was your costume? I was not in a costume. Come on, Ryan! It's your favorite day of the year, but you didn't dress up. Well, I was at a meeting all day. <laughs> true, I was
0: at you a were meeting. Wearing your sports writer costume. Yeah,
1: that my my uh, my profession was my costume yesterday, <laughs> and my profession stayed that way because I was up all night writing stories. So, uh, um, but actually, I made up for it a week ago. I I was at the. Uh, was it the uh, the lighthouse? Does their annual haunted lighthouse celebration? Mm. And I was dressed as a ghost slash zombie who haunted the lighthouse. Mm. So I put my time in a week ago.
0: So uh, a couple of weeks ago. So there you go. I don't know if your footprints are small enough to match the ones that were left in the White House. Uh, the Lighthouse. About the lighthouse out there, though. Yeah, probably not. But uh, <laughs> I was—I wasn't
1: I was walking through the dirt. I was popping out of nowhere, uh-huh. so I didn't chase people. I just, you know, tried to scare people, and uh, I was successful sometimes. Not so much. I think it was like some people were. Well, some guy, you know, you're not supposed to bring your own flashlights, mm-hmm. and some guy did it anyway and mm-hmm. kind of killed the experience. Mm-hmm. So, if you're going to go next year, don't bring your own flashlight. You <laughs> don't kill be the, that
0: guy. Don't be that guy. You kill the mood. I tell you what, you said it was a ghost slash zombie? What does that look like? Well, um,
1: I acted like a zombie, but... uh, Well... It was like, I was thrown into it, kind of like the last minute. Like, I love going all out with my costumes, and uh, they were like, hey, we need another person. So I basically, I I threw makeup and face on my paint, I dressed really dark, Mm. in dark clothes, and uh, I hid and scared people um, next year. So I will uh, go a little more all out, because I'll have more time to plan, instead of doing it an hour before it starts. (laughs) Um, So, but, uh, yeah, I love doing Halloween stuff, but... uh, if if you're going to do it next year, uh, we're going to even try to go a little more all out with it.
0: My costume was last minute because I, w- I was waiting for my Minshew jersey to show up, and it did, finally, two days before Halloween. Yeah, and you got your fake mustache, too. Yep. Well, th- this isn't fake anymore. Like, see, last night, no- okay, this is what happened. So I had, like, a 5 o'clock shadow until last night, and I got rid of, like, everything but the stash. And then I did dye that, like, you know, just to make it more prominent and darker like his is, because, you know, I, mine's kind of light-haired. And the dye's not completely gone, so all I have left is this stash that is going to fade over the next couple of days. Huh. Yeah, it's a weird look. Sometimes I kind of regret doing it on a whim, but it was worth it. But yeah, I mean, it
1: was you, you got to have some fun with Halloween. I mean, like... TV anchors and sports writers—they mm-hmm. go—they go out on Halloween, and, and you should. It's a fun day, you know. Where and there's a lot of people frown upon it and say like, "Oh, it's kind of unprofessional." But it's like, you—these are the people who don't have fun in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> who you know, when other when there's like a party going on, we'll sit and watch like Matlock or something <laughs> like that <laughs> on TV Land. It's like just. I mean, you get to dress up, you get to have candy, and you get to party with friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you got to be able to embrace it and enjoy it, and I've and it's like kids get up for it every year, and uh, it's I love it. And to be honest, my wife will attest to this. I'm basically a gigantic child at heart, <laughs> so there you go.
0: I tell you what, let's get to some sports and what's been happening lately because while we had Halloween last night, I was flipping back and forth on the TV between Halloween movies and Thursday Night Football And I tell you what, it was a different 49er team that took the field last night. It was kind of a different Cardinals team, actually. I mean, they were in it. They were competitive. They lost 28-25. But, hey, credit. Coach Handsome, he's actually showing he can stick around in this league. But on the other side of things, it looked like a different San Fran team because that was the best we saw of George Kittle this year, and he had been pretty darn good coming into the game. But it was by far the best of Jimmy Garoppolo's career last night. Kyle Shanahan gave Jimmy the keys to the car, the car being the 49er offense, and Jimmy
1: looked really, really good last night. Makes you wonder why they didn't do that from the beginning, <laughs> if he has that capability. <laughs> it's like, were you trying to, hey, son, I want you to have some practice of two years behind-the-wheel training before I give you the car, as it is, or you're only allowed to drive like certain hours of the day mm-hmm. or something. But, uh, yeah, he went uh yeah, you had a good night. Is it sad that I forgot Thursday Night Football was on yesterday? Oh, no, no, no. It
0: was Halloween.
1: <laughs> I was focused on Halloween movies, waiting for trick-or-treaters, and typing stories. I I remembered when you texted me what pick I had. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Thursday Night Football's on. So it was like, I was doing, like, multiple things last night. I, I didn't see a whole lot of the game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was good for him kind of had a breakout performance. You could say, you know, maybe when Brady was hurt Mm. that Jimmy had some good performances, but this is, like, where he took control of the Niners. He showed what he can do. Um, I I don't know if they are still, how do I say, like, a deep run playoff team right quite yet I, I think the jury's still out but uh i think they're definitely going to make the playoffs i think they could you know maybe get a bye mm. if they keep their record up but uh, as far as
0: are they a super bowl team i don't know yet and jimmy keeps playing like that maybe mm. they could be a deep uh playoff team if jimmy has more performances like last night because last night he was 28 to 37 317 yards four tds no interceptions now granted that was against the Arizona defense, but that means everybody should be able to do that against the Arizona defense, and not everybody has.
1: Kind of sad how Arizona's just completely fallen <laughs> off.
0: I mean, but it's like, because it, you know, if you look at
1: football, I think I've said this before, it's like you only have like two, three years for at most, unless you're an incredibly run franchise like mm. the Patriots you only have like a 3 4 year window to win a super bowl and then mm. you got free agents and then guys are retiring and stuff like that so the cardinals had their brief heyday and now they're back in the bottom where they've been for the most of their existence
0: <laughs> and they're still overperforming this year in my opinion
1: weirdly yeah and uh and then there's some teams who are like the blue bloods of uh NFL football who mm. are just horrendous i mean the steelers are bad yep. the dolphins are bad the Bengals are bad, but I wouldn't say a blue blood. No, but uh, aren't the Bengals and uh, Dolphins playing a game?
0: They are. I believe that's Week 16. It's mid-December. That will be must-lose football for the number one overall pick. Do you think that'll actually get an audience? Like, oh would yeah, be- okay. Oh, I was I'm gonna like, watch yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're both un—or excuse me—if they're both winless going into that, I'm absolutely gonna watch that's that.
1: A- I actually think that people might actually uh, like. I think at this point in the year, if you've got two winless teams, I think people kind of laugh it off. But if you have two teams having the potential to finish 0-16, I think you want to tune in because you want to see who's <laughs> going to be the one that does it. And uh, I, I might actually watch that game. There, there'd be no way I'd do it if two 0-8 teams did it, mm-hmm. but that late in the year, it could be fun.
0: You can have Ryan Finley against whoever the Dolphins are going to throw out there at quarterback. What if they tie? That game just deserves to end in a tie. Oh, fifteen and one, and then the NFL has to decide who gets the number one overall pick. That game deserves a tie. Is that like a? F- is that the wacky thing that MHSA <laughs> does, where they do a
1: coin toss, or is that, <laughs> or is that, or is? Do they actually have a specific rule that they go off of? I, I don't know. Yeah. I did not know. The MHSA did coin tosses. I didn't know anybody
0: still did coin tosses.
1: I didn't either. When they announced that, I was like, "That's a weird way to decide this is, if a it's team." It's a bad way. This is twenty nineteen. Like. Can you just like look at two teams? Hmm. Logic. Uh, how many points they score? You know. What was mm-hmm. their competition? Who did they? You know. If these two teams went head to head, who would probably win this mm-hmm. game? And go to that point instead of okay, this guy guessed tails. Sorry, kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're not going to the playoffs. I mean, all the Sabre metrics and data that are available to us, even at the high school level. I mean, I know the high school is limited compared to college and the pros, but they still have plenty. Of resources at their availability it's 2019 you're telling me we don't have any kind of sabermetric data other than the flip of a coin apparently not that's my pet peeve here so maybe that'll change Mm -hmm. because i can't people are trying to tell
1: me when was the last time that they actually had a coin toss and people couldn't tell me the exact date maybe our listeners know what our exact the exact date was but it was uh it was i'm just like i can't believe people still do that that way Mm -hmm. but uh yeah, well, people do coin tosses in the weirdest ways. Remember, isn't there like some, wasn't there like some political thing where an election or a primary or something was designed by a coin toss, and you're just like, really, <laughs> that's the best you can come up with? You win based on if you guess <laughs> correctly, <laughs> not on like a statistic thing. Be like, oh, like again, oh, sorry guys, I guess tails. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> your career, your careers will end You're in a non-playoff bed because I guessed the wrong question. Sorry,
0: seniors, your career ends on the flip of a coin. Yes. Wow. I mean, terrible. I tell you what, Thursday night football last night, a win for the 49ers, they remain unbeaten. Here's your stat of the day. Two years ago today, November 1st, 2017, the 0-8 49ers traded for quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Two years later, exactly, they are 8-0. Jimmy coming off his best career performance. Do you think the Patriots regret that in a way?
1: Because yet. Yeah, because Brady can't play forever. No, he can't. Well, yeah. we think. Well, unlo- Well, like I said, I'm pretty sure that, I've said this before, he has some bio... Genic engineering thing <laughs> he that age as well yeah that you know or some he's taken some bizarre supplement on mm-hmm. the side or whatever that keeps him fresh i it just <laughs> it's weird but uh i think uh, how long do you think he has left i mean like he, he's playing well but the stats aren't eye popping no. like they used to be so uh I want to. Say, what is he now? Forty two. Forty two. And his
0: goal is to get to forty five, which I absolutely believe he can do. If I he think do it, that, he can do it.
1: I think. I think if he he gets to forty five, and let's say they win another Super Bowl, I think that's when he cashes yeah. in. Because, I mean, what is there left to prove? Are mm-hmm. you just trying to prove like you're some bionic athlete at the t- <laughs> at that time? I can play forever or something mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, um, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think if the Niners make the playoffs and let's say Brady has a bad year or gets injured next year, I think that's where they're going to regret it. Or if Brady leaves.
0: or if we, With all that speculation. I
1: don't see him leaving. He's so dependent it's on... It's hard to see it. He's so dependent on Billichick. I know, though, and nobody wants
0: to admit that. Yeah. But he and, is. Barry will on Twitter. Barry will Will. (laughs) is is the warrior we all need. Because
1: I I will, there's a hill I'll die on. It's like I want to see if Tom Brady plays on a different team under a different system. Mm -hmm. If he can play at the level he has, because that whole system's catered to him. It is. Like if he were to go to the Dolphins right now or the Bengals, Mm -hmm. would he be that successful? I bet you no. I mean so, he's
0: more talented than whoever they have right now. Well yeah, I mean, he's but, not gonna win six Super Bowl uh, rings.
1: Yeah, are you gonna win that? No, it's like they built they found out he was a good player and they built the team around him and uh yeah, if he went away with Belichick and and went to a different franchise, he would not have the stats and he would not have the titles that he does. And uh I will I will defend that to the death.
0: Danner Hoops, Ryan Steag with you. Let's take a timeout. When we come back Few athletes have some serious PR problems after this week. We'll get to that next on ESPN UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at four on ESPN UP and on the
1: ESPN UP app.
0: Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Steig, with you. Glad you're along. Upper Michigan's happy hour here in ESPN UP. By the way, we had some technical difficulties yesterday around the end of the show, our fourth segment. At that time, I was listing my NFL midseason all-pro teams for each conference. We didn't get to finish that on air. We did record it pod style. That is on demand. Yesterday's show is on demand on our app or at ESPNUP.com if you want to check that out and hear the remainder of the list. I tell you what, some athletes with PR problems after this week. Well, maybe Andy Dalton, you could make the case for him. Bench for Ryan Finley, you could make the case for uh, whoever's quarterbacking in dc now because dwayne haskins is going to be the starter on sunday he'll make his first career start but the guys who really have pr problems after this week play basketball in philadelphia and quarterback in cleveland yes what a week for those uh, two well the browns are the browns
1: and i'm gonna mm. I'm, i'll talk about them a little more on the friday funnies but they're just baker mayfield continues to Has he hit Ryan Leaf territory, you think? He's getting there. I mean, Ryan Leaf is a bar that you have to, you know, you wonder if anybody's going to ever clear that. And Baker Mayfield's getting closer and closer. And it's a guy with a lot of potential that threw it away because of an attitude, Mm -hmm. fighting with people, and just... I mean, the guy's a mess. Yep. The, the, when, once you walk out of a press conference and flip out, you're saying to the rest of the world that I can't handle this. Mm-hmm. I can't handle being an NFL quarterback, because if you can't keep your poise there, how are you going to keep your poise
0: on the field? I've got some thoughts on this. I've got a couple mixed feelings on the whole situation. First, let's give us uh, let's give you the audio that we're talking about here. A couple of days ago, Baker Mayfield was being interviewed by Tony Groze. He reports for ESPN Cleveland, and these two have history with each other and Baker was not happy about Grossi's line of questioning about a particular drive during Sunday's loss against the Patriots. Here's that audio. It seemed like there was a lack of urgency there. There was something going on. There was a penalty, so we were in negative yardage. No, but there was a lot of time between snaps. Uh, well, when the penalty happened, then we're behind the stop chains. Running. No, 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 stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the job? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? It's the dumbest question. You like no matter what your feelings are on this subject, it is objectively funny, is it not? Him being a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get an NFL quarterback asking or telling a reporter that's the dumbest thing you could ask. Yeah. There's a lot of worse questions you could ask. There are. Yeah. Uh, you know, and here's I'll go on the record with how I am about this. I at first I heard it and I thought this is a terrible look for Baker and it doesn't help a Rocky reputation that he's built up already. But then, you know, I found out a little more about the history between him and Grossi, and Tony Grossi wrote four disparaging articles before Baker even played a snap in Cleveland, like comparing him to Johnny Manziel and it started feeling personal. I think there is a little bit of personal history there, and I can see where the frustration might come from Baker if he took it in the sense that, you know, this guy's attacking me. At the same point, though, that's what the media is going to do if you're a quarterback. And you are saying, like you said earlier, I can't handle this. I can't handle being criticized. So I'm going to flip out and lose it and show I'm not mentally tough or mature by leaving a press conference.
1: Yeah, and uh, Cam Newton did that at the Super Bowl, too. Uh, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's just like he lost. He didn't play well. And it's a terrible image that you give. I mean, say what you want about the media. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we can be annoying at times. But it's like if you can't sit there and handle questions... And just, I mean, your body language says a lot. How you how you respond to stuff says a lot. But it's just, he's showing that if you can't handle questions being asked to you as you sit in front of your locker, I mean, he's already building up a reputation that he's not as good as people were hyping him up to be. And now it's like you're kind of reinforcing it that you don't have the mental capacity or stability to handle that kind
0: of thing you know and I get that there's some personal feelings between Baker and Tony Grossi this reporter from ESPN Cleveland I get that and I can sympathize with that because if somebody's been after you it might take it personal you want to clap back at the same point Baker's reputation precedes itself, calling out Daniel Jones for no reason. I'd argue that Daniel Jones is outperforming Baker Mayfield so far this year. His reputation just precedes itself, and I don't have any sympathy for him. I really don't. He's got, he's got a bad
1: attitude. He's got a bad reputation. You look at the whole planting the flag thing. Mm-hmm. That came back to bite him. Yeah. You know? You look at how... The Kansas game. Yeah, senior year there was college. that one where he was mouthing off to the sidelines, and is just... he. attitude is fun at its own point, but it's like he's consistently acting that way. He's feuded with people, you know, for calling him out on stuff. And it's just, he's, if you come into the league with a bad image and you you keep reinforcing that bad image, you're not going to be successful. And, uh, I think they're going to stick with him because they invested so much money in him. They don't want to go back to the quarterback yeah, here. So. No, no, but uh, I'm... And he's in Cleveland. Yep. Can you imagine if he was playing in, like, a harsher media environment? Oh, like Philadelphia or mm-hmm. New York? He'd wither under <laughs> it. <him. laughs> <laughs> I mean, New York hated Eli Manning, but he still won two Super Bowls. Oh, sure. Yeah, so he could, he could handle it. I mm-hmm. think Baker would lose his mind oh, if he was in New way. York. Yeah, so... I mean, his brashness maybe fits in with New York a little more, mm-hmm. but like, if yeah, he, he there's no way he can handle it.
0: Do we think that Odell Beckham Jr. misses playing for the Giants right about now? Wonder, yes and no. I wonder. I'm starting to wonder <laughs> because let's look at it. Is Daniel Jones having a better year or is Baker Mayfield? Would you rather be coached by Pat Shermer or by Freddie Kitchens? Well, as I will get to Freddy Kitchens and the Friday (laughs) Funnies,
1: Um, I would probably lean more towards Pat Shermer, although I'm not a big Pat Shermer fan either. Uh, But uh, yeah, he left a team that was bad, and I can understand leaving that, Mm -hmm. and he's gone to a team that isn't that great either. I mean, people are like, before the season, don't sleep on the Chargers, or hey, Browns are going to make the playoffs. (laughs) They're not the Browns anymore. No, they're still the Browns. (laughs) And there's, if they make poor decisions, they're going to be perpetually going to be the Browns. And uh, I just, whenever somebody says to me, don't sleep on a team, or this is the year they turn around, people said the same thing about Nebraska this year in college football. (laughs) They're going to win the West. They're terrible. Yep, they are ranked twenty fourth to start the year. Yeah, how, how do you can how does a team go? Were they four and eight last yes, year? Lost Detroit. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, they're going to turn it around. No, they're not. It's like maybe if they got to six and six, yeah, maybe <laughs> you can justify that. But they're not going to win a division <laughs> after a four and eight season. It's just I I don't get it. I don't buy hype until you prove that you can do it.
0: Hey, by the way, are the Gophers going to win that division? No. <laughs> they're gonna lose
1: to Penn State. They're gonna lose to Iowa, and they're gonna lose to Wisconsin.
0: It's, they did beat Wisconsin last year.
1: Yeah, because Wisconsin was down, and they were battling injuries. And PJ Fleck managed to get his boat across the <laughs> uh, across Lake Madison. It was just, I, I do you see them campaigning for game day? Uh
0: huh. Yeah, it's like. You haven't beaten anybody. Your first three weeks of the year, you barely survived. This was a team that struggled. A very uninspiring victory was it 28-20 to over South Dakota State in week yes. one. It almost lost to an
1: FCS team. You, you needed a miracle play to beat Fresno. You <laughs> almost lost to Georgia Southern. And you played Nebraska, Maryland.
0: <laughs> hey, Georgia Southern beat 20th ranked team in the country last night. That's true. Appalachian State. But, but still they're but right still players. yeah you 're playing a team that from the sun Belt is that
1: what they are <laughs> they're they're, uh, you know it 's like come on and, and growing up in minnesota we 're so you know I was so used to the Gophers starting up four and zero mm-hmm. they 'd win their pathetic non conference games and then they 'd get <laughs> slaughtered in their big ten <laughs> opener and it 's like you 're so used to it and But this year, they've gotten a bunch of Big Ten patsies to start off, and so they've built up an 8-0 record, and they're campaigning for game day, and they're ranked higher than they probably should be. And uh, it's just, and Flex playing goalie for the hockey team. (laughs) What is he doing? Did you see him out there? He didn't even look good out there in the ice. No, I don't know if, the guy has to be in front of the camera.
0: He does. Yes. He's a celebrity.
1: And, uh. (laughs) What's great is that people in the UP hate PJ <laughs> Whenever I tweet something about it, there's always a couple guys who are just like, some guy hilariously called him a used car salesman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, you know, I got to be out there. I got to be pitching my boat thing. The Gophers <laughs> actually had an
0: oar on their helmet. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I was actually on campus the day his private plane flew into Minneapolis. Now was just like this city is just going to be taken over it's going to be fleck fever. We have Minshew mania. Minneapolis has fleck fever.
1: The Fighting Flecks is basically <laughs> what they're called
0: now. And I just I don't they're going to lose to Penn State.
1: They're probably going to lose to Iowa. Iowa's their number. Uh, you know, Iowa Is that game at Kinnick or is that at TCF Bank? I think it's at Kinnick. Oh yeah, I won my Yeah, and uh and but they host Wisconsin. Okay. That might be the only plus to this cuz Wisconsin's better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. Boy, they there's another team that living up to, didn't live up to the hype no. last year. And uh but Wisconsin yeah, they got slaughtered by Ohio State, but I mean it's just like
0: They're still pretty darn good. Yeah, they're they still still have go- Taylor. Yeah,
1: and they're they're going to be just rolling over. And who's the stud gopher player? I mean, yeah, they got a great guy in the secondary, yeah.
0: but who saved the Fresno State game? <laughs> but I mean, like, other than that. Name one player in the Gophers team besides Casey O'Brien.
1: I can't think. I don't one. know that
0: anyone can. Yeah.
1: I mean, I. <laughs> Name uh, the uh,
0: last really
1: good player that they produced: Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber. About Eric Decker. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. He was kind of
0: short-lived, but it was, yeah, it it was short-lived. It was yeah, good. yeah.
1: He was there. Um,. Yeah, I would say probably those three and uh, Lawrence Maroney and Marion Barber had like two or three years where they were solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maroney had a decent career with the Patriots. Won a uh, Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah, and uh, but after, and Eric Decker did Eric win a Super Bowl or I don't remember if he did or I was
0: he with Denver when they did?
1: Uh maybe n- that was after his. Yeah, I think that might have been after he was there, but it was just. Yeah, I mean that. That's about it. That's that's what Minnesota produces. They'll they'll give you some scrappy wide receiver, <laughs> or you know, some guy that exploded in the college scene. You know, I mean, nobody thought Lawrence Maroney or Marion mm. Barber would be superstars of the Gophers, but they turned out to be. And uh, their quarterback is usually some
0: guy mm. from Minnesota who
1: you gets know, arrested
0: five years later. True. (laughs) They've had a bad string of those guys lately. And then
1: there's, you know, it's it's usually some guy who, you know, comes from, I don't know, maybe like a two three-star athlete Mm -hmm. who came from, i don't know some suburb of minneapolis
0: or middle of the country middle of the state i don't know like hey psst. let's go get this two-star guy from edina and see if he pans out or like detroit lakes or <laughs> you know a three-star th- from apple valley we can't miss mm-hmm. on you st <laughs> <Saint> cloud <laughs> cathedral or something i don't know but uh i tell you what, i'm a gophers guy here for the rest of the seat well i'm still a nerd guy but they're not gonna make it so i'm a gophers bandwagon guy you notice there are two unbeaten teams in Power 5 conferences that nobody's talking about like and they're both, you know, the gold standard if you want to call it that, the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Baylor Golden Bears. I don't buy Baylor's hype. No, oh, they barely won last night against yeah. an unranked West
1: Virginia team. Yeah, they're going to they they're, they're going to get Pummeled at some point, and it's just like, and it's hard to cheer for Baylor at all. After all, their I mean, like Mm -hmm. I I don't pull for Baylor at all. I mean, not only with their football thing with Art Briles, but Mm -hmm. they got the Dave Bliss thing (laughs) back in the day, and it's just like, and then Kim Mulkey's an unlikable women's basketball coach. It's Mm -hmm. just yeah, it's hard to pull for that team. They're they're gonna lose. The Gophers are gonna lose this weekend. Yeah. It's rare that I've guaranteed a loss, but they're going
0: to lose to Penn State. Who <laughs> would have thought we'd see the day in this century, this lifetime, when Gopher football is better than Gopher hockey? Yeah, it's it's. Oh, where's that program uh, going? Uh, there's a lot of things that happened with
1: Gopher hockey. I think the worst thing was the Big Ten conference. Yeah. Um, I think also the rise of Minnesota State and St. Cloud and Duluth. And Duluth yeah, yeah um, Duluth them. runs that state now. Weirdly enough, yeah, and uh, it's 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 bizarre. They're no longer the destination that every kid wants to play with, and I think other teams around the area, you know, a lot of kids from Minnesota go play in North Dakota because Mm -hmm. North Dakota has been more consistently good, and uh, there's many factors into that, but
0: uh, yeah. It's bizarre. I think they hired the right guy, though. I do like Bob Motzko, and I know a couple of guys on that Gopher team from my time in Sioux City with the USHL team there, so I, I am rooting for the Gophers, you know, and I have a special connection with the Gophers. I spent a lot of time there growing up, and, you know, I don't root against Minnesota. It's just I don't see that program getting better anytime soon.
1: It's going to take a while. I think Bob was the right hire. And some people were thinking, maybe Grant should have gone there. (laughs) I know he was on their list, um, but that was Bob's job if he wanted it. And Mm. I I think he'll be okay. He did a great job at St. Cloud. It's just, it's not going to be a miracle thing. Last year, I thought they were better. But, uh, you know, it's going to take at least another year for them to get to where they want to be.
0: I meant to cap this segment by talking about the (laughs) on-court tussle the other night between Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns, but we got sidetracked talking about P.J. Fleck, and if you know Ryan, you you opened that can of worms. But I tell you what, uh, bad luck a couple of nights ago for those two, but I don't see why people are supporting Joel Embiid here. I really don't. He's a guy that, you know, he's lovable on social media. He's got a big smile. He's a great player. But don't you get the feeling that a few of these instances, you know, he hasn't had anything like this. He's had a few smaller, minor instances. And you start to think, does this guy kind of suck? Like, as a personality? Like, it, it, does he suck? I think it's
1: not helping him. No. You know, I mean, I think people are okay with his attitude, you know, at the beginning. But it's like when you're starting tussles with people, mm-hmm. it, it's like Ben Wallace, you know? It's yeah. like people liked him, but it's like, then he was starting to get into fights, and it was just like, you, it sours people's image on you, mm-hmm. and uh, that's basically what it is. Now, Rachel will back him. Yes, to she back. will. <laughs> the city of
0: Philadelphia the <laughs> And city also will.
1: Philadelphia will back him to the end, but uh, yeah. And, uh, and
0: it's not a good look, and then he goes on Instagram afterwards, and he calls Carl Anthony Towns the P word. I did like the clap back, Talk to me when you get to the playoffs. That one was an okay one. But then he started bringing up personal stuff, you know, like a former teammate, obviously Jimmy Butler, saying that Carl Anthony Towns is the P word. And
1: uh, and Jimmy Butler shouldn't
0: be talking to anybody. No. Wasn't
1: he talking about family the other day? And it's like, you <laughs> ditched your family. And it's like, I, I can't stand Jimmy Butler no. at all. He's just an obnoxious I do know. I, I I'll say a word that I can't. I,
0: I was about to say a word I can't <laughs> say anywhere. I can't stand Jimmy Butler. I tell you what, we are just a few minutes across the bottom of the hour. Let's take another timeout. We'll have a draft coming up, and that's going to be with Halloween candy. Halloween candy style draft next on ESPN UB. <laughs> Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen, weekday afternoons at four on ESPN UP and on the ESPN UP app. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Steeg, with you. Here's your Sports Center update. A Texas judge is barring former MLB MVP Josh Hamilton from any contact with his children. Hamilton was arrested earlier this week after throwing a chair at his 14 year old daughter. Conor McGregor has been found guilty of assaulting a 65-year-old man in an Ireland bar earlier this year but will avoid jail time. Instead, he's ordered to pay a measly $1,117 fine. These first two parts of the update are morbid. Cuz <laughs> well, he was a chair at their kid. I know. And then just walks up to a 65-year-old oh, yeah. man and beats him in a bar and to that guy's credit, you know, he's probably been in a few bar fights. He just got back up, and just had another beer. Yeah. Yeah, kudos to that guy.
1: But uh, Josh Hamilton's a mess. He's a scumbag. Yeah, and uh, basically threw his career away. He tried mm-hmm. to rehabilitate it, and that was a nice, fun story that he you know, kind of got
0: back in the league, right. did great in the home run derby, and then he decided to throw his life away again. Yep. And finally... Mario was actually the third name given to the popular Nintendo character. His first two names were Jumpman and Mr. Video. Yeah, I,
1: I knew Jumpman, because that's what he. if you play Donkey Kong, that's what he's called. <laughs> it was
0: originally Jumpman. They said, this sucks, so let's rebrand. So then they went to Mr. Video, and other people told them this sucks. So then they decided, Mario, they finally got it right. Yes. I tell you what, we are going to have somewhat of a draft. It's a two-person draft the day after Halloween, drafting our favorite Halloween candy. But first, let's get to some baseball and some hockey. Baseball is over, but the Mets made news today. Carlos Beltran is the new manager of the New York LOL Mets. Well,
1: <laughs> it's it's congrats. A w- a yeah, mess. It's you're a w- taking over. You're, the Mets. you're taking over a franchise that's a complete mess, but. Uh... I mean, it's kind of similar to what the Cubs did. They hired mm-hmm. David Ross, here former player. Mm-hmm. He's the answer. I I mean, I think the Cubs should have gone after Joe Girardi more than they should have gotten after mm-hmm. David
0: Ross. But uh, whatever.
1: Congrats, Carlos. I mean,
0: have fun. I mean, I wish the best for you. I liked him growing up as a yeah. player. And when I heard that job was open, he was the first name that came to mind. I wondered if he'd even want the job because he has no managerial experience. So I don't know. We'll see how that pans out for him. But, yeah, he's going to be a new york yeah, Mets, yeah, so yeah. i don't know how optimistic i am for yeah. him good for I, him though yeah good for you you got congrats on you know getting a managerial job but he's got his work cut out for him. i tell you what that means espn is keeping eduardo perez because he was the other finalist for the job so i'm sorry for him but hey, we got to keep a really talented baseball analyst here there you go that works that's the silver lining for us hockey tonight as northern michigan opens a two game series with alabama huntsville first time back since opening weekend against Sparty, I tell you what, Northern's been playing some darn good hockey lately, especially at the forward position. Three weeks into the year, three WCHA forwards of the week for the Wildcats.
1: They're an interesting team this now. I don't think a lot of people would have expected them to have the start they did. Mm. Um, split against Sparty, I kind of expected that. Uh, get that big comeback against BU to get the tie and then beating BU the next night, um, the comeback against Ferris, and then the interesting Saturday game, which had to be a gigantic roller coaster for Grant, uh, getting a three goal lead, blowing the three mm-hmm. goal lead, and then getting two goals in the last two minutes to win the thing. I. Uh, yeah, their forwards are playing well. Griffin Lockerin's off to a great start. Vincent DeMay is off to a great start. Um seems like everybody's contributing. Uh Craighead seems to finally found his groove. Um Phil Ballou still hasn't have a goal yet, yeah. which is a little weird, but uh he's setting up plays. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and uh Nolan Kent yes. got goalie of the year. I mean I year. Goalie of the week, a little early for year. Um but uh it's you're probably going to see both this weekend. Mm-hmm. Again, Grant's got this rotating goalie thing. He still don't know a to start. And to be honest, I don't blame him with that. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne's looked sharp. Nolan's looked sharp at times. It's just like, well, it's... He told me at the start he was actually prepared to have it at least going through Thanksgiving doing not knowing what a one number one uh, goalie was. And he said, we're even willing to push it to Christmas if they're both playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... <laughs> A few years back when they played New Hampshire, when Grant was with the Gophers, New Hampshire was switching goalies up to the NCAA tournament. So it's like, who knows what it's going to be. I'm sure they'll probably figure it out, but you need to have... One of them has to start playing really, really well, and the other one has to start to fall off a little bit, uh, I think, for them to decide. So you'll probably see both this weekend. I'm wondering how the crowd's going to be. That's a big question, I would be, because... State was two sellouts. Mm-hmm. And part of me wonders if that was just entirely because State was coming to town. Um, but, uh, you know, Alabama is not a big draw.
0: No.
1: Um, I'm hoping it's at least a decent crowd. It's mm-hmm. probably not going to be a sellout. Um, but uh,
0: who knows? New Spirit Shop is debuting tonight. And apparently they have the gold jerseys there. They do, they have the gold jerseys on sale. And people liked them they do they a are, lot I like
1: them they look sharp mm-hmm. um when that got announced, and I tweeted out the video of them and the, some of the photos, I mean people loved them now, people from outside the area i k a Duluth mm-hmm. you know who you know who cares about their opinion but <laughs> ugh, but they were grumbling over it, mm-hmm. whereas but people on the you know Market county people follow me on the u p they really liked them um I think they're going to be by far their best-selling jersey because they're, they're nice. They're, oh, yeah. yeah. I've been campaigning, as I've said, for a third jersey at Northern since I started mm. covering them, and I finally got it. And that was a surprise. I didn't see them playing in gold jerseys. I love third
0: jerseys. I do.
1: I do. Third jerseys are my favorite jerseys. My favorite tech jerseys are their gold jerseys. Mm. 'Cause they're flashy. Some people are like, Well look how classic they're their black jerseys are boring. Their white jerseys are boring. It's like it's like liking Penn State's
0: uniforms. Like the Detroit Tigers home uniforms. Here, here's a D. I get they're iconic, but no color mm-hmm. and it's just that old English D. I get it's iconic. Yeah. At the same time, I mean, make it a little flashy, do something. Add a
1: little sum to it, yeah. add a little color. I mean, Penn State, I dislike Penn State for simply <laughs> for their uniforms. Like the whole scandal thing just reinforced it. But it's like, <laughs> blah helmet, mm-hmm. blah, white, white, and white, and no logo on the helmet. I mean, it's like, I, gross.
0: I don't like it. Oh, we could do a segment. We should for next I know, week. I know. On we'll, the we'll, best alternate we'll, uniform. We'll do that. Yeah, because the Raptors did have that sick '90s throwback this That's week. Beautiful, beautiful. I tell you what, though, let's get to our draft of Halloween candy. I tell you what, this is going to be <laughs> a real exciting draft here, snake draft style. And we'll say what candy is the best. Maybe a brief explanation why. I don't know, Ryan. You're the guest, so you can have the pick. Uh, you can have the first pick because I don't have a coin. What would be what would be the first You're not first, the MHSAA. No, I'm not the MHSAA. Let's call them and let's get a coin. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go Reese's peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut butter cups, okay. So if I get back to back picks, I'm gonna go with Laffy Taffy and Snickers. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with Twix. Mm.
1: Do I get two now or oh, yeah. okay. so draft. I'll, I'll go uh I'll get Twix
0: and uh I'll go Milky Way. Milky Way. okay, I do like Milky Ways. Ah, uh, two in a row here. I feel like I want to take Skittles, because like, if I lose Skittles, like if I don't do it now, then I'm worried you're going to get it. And I do like Skittles, <laughs> but maybe not this early. Okay. Um, I like Starburst, except it takes, lo- it takes a long time to get them out of the wrapper, and usually I want them right away. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if I want to take Starburst right now either. Um is a halloween candy like those big all day suckers things? Are those I've never seen anyone give them out for halloween but they're yeah. they're a candy. All right, if you want to go that, route. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. And maybe some of those like apple lollipops. Oh, caramel apple, right? Car- yeah, yeah, those are pretty good.
1: I'll go with um I'll take your Skittles. Oh, uh, and I'll go with M&Ms. You monster.
0: Yeah. All right. How about uh it's, it's suddenly it's kind of tough to yeah. Try and, to try and think of candy off the top of my head, or at least candy that, you know, I'd really like. I mean, I'm not a big Sweet Tarts guy, uh, not a big sour kind of guy. You know what I really used to like? The best candy growing up, and for whatever reason, I kind of gone away from it. I have no idea what they're called, but I'd see them every once in a while, and they are wrapped in a wrapper that looks like a strawberry. You know what I'm talking about? Those candies? Yeah. I liked those a lot when I was growing up, and I kind of moved away from them now. I don't know where you find them or what they're called. I just would see them sometimes in like a parade or in my Halloween candy. It'll be like, wow, okay. Go to
1: a law firm. <laughs>
0: They'll have those in a dish just sitting
1: on front for like guys who want to file a brief <laughs> for a lawsuit. They'll be like, here, have a strawberry candy while
0: you wait. Um, <sighs> can, can like those little white mints, like evergreen mints, are those candy? Do you consider those candy? Oh, well, you're talking like Andy's candy no, bars, no, or? No, I mean like just those little circular mints with the hole in them. A oh, Lifesavers? No, no mints. Okay, we can go with Lifesavers <laughs> too but, but like they're mints. I don't think that's candy but they're still really good. I know that I would probably like them but if I tried to give them out as candy my place would get egged.
1: Uh, unless you're giving out like fruit or a toothbrush <laughs> I don't think your house is gonna get
0: egged. What is the worst Halloween candy you can give? <sighs> What's the worst you've ever gotten? Um. A political ad. You got a political ad for Halloween once? Um.
1: I personally, but I had a friend who got a political ad in their thing.
0: <laughs> when? Like, was this recent? Was it like. Two fairly recent candidates. I can't like, remember.
1: Uh, I think it was back. Uh, I can't remember what it was. It might have been back in the uh, the Dole days
0: or something. Some a Bob Dole. Dole uh, candy. <laughs> a Bob Dole political uh,
1: ad. ad. Yeah, it was like a sucker that was attached to a Bob Dole ad. I had a Bob go. Dole
0: loves Halloween. <laughs> Bob Dole loves lollipops. Yeah,
1: uh, that was back when I was younger <laughs> and I did trick or treating. Nowadays, it'll probably be oh, like a Trump one or something like that. But it was. Uh, well, that was on twitter someone posted that Mm. the other day that some guy got a trump 2020 campaign (laughs) thing and is uh along with a milky way or something but it's just like i would say that or (sighs) i think if you i mean raisins are bad but at least you're Mm. giving a food item i think if you're that guy who hands out like a a pack of dental floss or something (laughs) i mean if you're gonna do that Mm. You deserve to have your house egged. Very rarely do I endorse vandalism, but if it's like you're basically telling people, please TP my house. Yeah, I suck. I'm
0: giving you it's like, please
1: damage my vehicle. It's like you're basically inviting people to hate you.
0: I tell you what, Bob Dole might have been onto something. He was a trendsetter. And he still wasn't able to be president. Yeah.
1: Bob. i tell you what, Bob Dole. But. You know, he endorsed Viagra, so he had that money. Well, there I, you I, go. Uh,
0: yeah, Bob Dole could have given out Viagra on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Halloween. Yeah. Thanksgiving probably, too, probably all the holidays. I would think, as
1: far as my straight-up candy, I never got bad candy because mm-hmm. my neighborhood, I actually, when I was a kid, knew my neighbors, mm-hmm. and they would always hook me up with extra stuff. So, Do you like licorice? I hate black licorice.
0: Yeah. black Red's okay. It's not something I'm going to go into a store and say, look at all the candy and think, I want... Licorice.
1: Uh, uh, Red vines are fine. I like Twizzlers, Mm. but that's not my favorite thing. I mean, if you hand out black black licorice, that's the candy you choose. Again, please act my house.
0: (laughs) 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 I tell you what. Let's take our last time out get to the Friday Funnies next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP
1: and on the ESPN-UP app. If
0: you missed any of our show today, get caught up on demand. Get our free mobile app from the Apple Eye Store, Google Play, or look up ESPNUP.com. Again, we got cut off yesterday due to technical difficulties. If you want to hear the rest of my midseason season NFL All-Pro team, it is available on demand. Yesterday's show and it's a- entirety is. I tell you what, this one's going to be up there as well. And when we're off here, we're going to go back to our coaches show. Round one of the postseason beginning for some teams tonight continues for others tomorrow. Patriot football here in ESPN UP pregame at 1240 kickoff at one as I'll have the play-by-play alongside Dave Bowes. I tell you what, Ryan, you've got hockey to get to. So let's end the weekend, the week, I should say, and head to the weekend the way we always do with the Friday funners. Um, I'll start with the Browns just because uh,
1: <laughs> Freddie Kitchens and, uh, and the Browns continue to be a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, last week they played the Patriots down 27-10, fourth down on their own 24 with 6.17 left. They had one timeout, and they intentionally had a guy commit a false start penalty to stop the clock but preserve their timeout. And Baker Mayfield got sacked on the next play when they mm. went for it. So not only are you going for it way deep in your own territory, you sacrificed a penalty to back you up even further. He turned a 4th and 11 into a 4th and, and 16. 16. Nice. And he got sacked. And then, of course, we all know Jarvis Landry guaranteed a victory. Mm. Then walked back that comment. And the Browns also had three consecutive snaps, and turned the ball over. Fumble for a touchdown, a fumble after a deep run into the Patriots' territory, and Baker Mayfield threw it to Lawrence Guy. I mean, have you seen the replay where he's going back to pass, and he throws it, and Lawrence Guy basically grabs it
0: just as he's throwing it? I mean, it's like that's the browns summed up baker could very well he will lead the league in turnovers when it's all said and done i'm i'm just saying that right now and nfl stats next generation what have you right now has the browns on pace to be the most penalized team in a single season since the stat was first recorded <sighs> the browns <laughs> and then there's the bears matt Nagy who can't deal with field goals. Oh, no.
1: Well, this last week, of course, they lost on Eddie Pinero's miss. Mm. But uh, rather than make things easier, he chose not to run the ball to get the ball a little closer. Because teams do that. They mm. want to make it easier on their kicker. He told Mitch Trubisky to take a knee to run the clock down and make the kick harder to make. <laughs> it's like... When it comes to a field goal, Matt Nagy has a massive brain fart mm-hmm. or something, and I don't know if, if it's still in his head after all these months, but he just makes questionable
0: decisions. was another guy who got testy with the press this week. Well,
1: don't make a dumb decision then. <laughs> I mean, it's like um, Jeopardy Sports. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay,
1: I I, lo- I watch Jeopardy a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm a big sports trivia guy. And every once in a while, they'll have a big sports category. I don't know if you remember, a couple of years ago, before the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, they commemorated it with a big football category, which was like just regular football trivia. And nobody... Uh, they actually... Nobody guessed right. Okay. They, nobody guessed the entire category. Nobody buzzed in. And Trebek's in a state of disbelief. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not know any of these? Well... Yes, the other day they had Jeopardy Sports, and they had one guy. It was, who is the shortest MVP in NBA history, which is mm. Allen Iverson. Mm. Um, and the guy guessed
0: Muggsy Bogues.
1: Mm. And I'm like, did you just watch Space Jam before you <laughs> <laughs> came on the show? That is the
0: only reason someone would think of Muggsy Bogues before Allen Iverson.
1: It's, yes. And then there was a category called Kid Stuff. And they said, This Hall of Fame point guard was traded from the Knicks to the Bucks as a head coach. Nobody got it. it was Jason Kidd. Okay? <laughs> um, this woman followed her dad into the boxing ring. Mm. It's Layla Ali. Mm. Nobody got it. Then... This is the last name of Hall of Famers Reggie and Cheryl what, and they actually had a photo to go along with it. Nobody guessed it was Miller. I don't know what it is. There's usually whenever there's a sports category in Jeopardy, there's always either one person who sweeps it, you know, gets all of them right and just dominates it, or nobody does well in it. There's no in between with sports.
0: Right, why you got to watch categories. Sports Jeopardy with Dan Patrick? What they, do they still have it? I haven't seen it in a while. But it used to be on like NBC Sports or something uh, it, like that. I watched it on Crackle, and then it moved to NBC Sports, and then I lost track of it. Yeah, I love that show. I love that show, I too. It was it.
1: great. I, I watched it whenever it was on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so regular Jeopardy, it doesn't go well when they have sports. Um, How much time we got left? You got? Well, we got two minutes. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll end it with this one. Okay, Missouri completely whiffed. On its Mm. student-athlete diversity. You saw the tweet. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they decided to have statements about student-athletes on the team, and they're like, this is who I am. Okay? And they cherry-picked statements from video segments that they did earlier. Okay? Let's compare what they did with the white athletes Mm. to the black athletes. The white athletes are, I'm a future doctor. I'm a future corporate financer. (laughs) Colin Colin Graves, who is a sprinter on the track team, said, I'm a brother. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Okay? Yeah. Ariel Mack, who is a track athlete, was saying, I'm an African-American woman. To finish her segment, it says, I'm an African-American woman, sister, daughter, and a future physical therapist. Mm. Not the physical therapist declaring a fact. (laughs) If you look at the photo. Well, no kidding. She's... An African-American woman, Mm -hmm. you couldn't
0: tell that from the photo? (laughs) Are they that tone deaf? Like, is there someone who works in PR that does not look at that and think, we can't say this. Yeah. We shouldn't say this. Yes, this looks awful. (laughs) And like, and then they tried to fix it
1: by throwing the full video segments out there. Mm. And it's just like, but when you're dumb PR, it's like you can't really fix it. And uh, that's basically what it is. Do you have time for one more? Sure, no? go okay. for it. All right, so some guy... You didn't play Street Fighter growing up. No. But uh, I did, and it was one of my favorite games. And some guy, kudos to him, decided to do a study when he was in school uh, comparing, you know, how much it would take for video game characters to make their moves in real life. Mm. So you looked at Ryu, who's one of the characters in Street Fighter. He's known more for the Hadouken fireball. I mean, you'll see that on Twitter. People always say Hadouken, and that's where it comes from. But he has a hurricane kick. That's one of his big moves. And the guy was able to calculate that the forward velocity that he would need to have to complete the move is 67 miles per hour. Mm. So apparently Ryu is faster than Usain Bolt, And a cheetah (laughs) when he's doing his hurricane kick. And the reason I'm bringing this up is the guy took the time to calculate this. I mean, he didn't just do it for Street Fighter. He went on Monsters, Inc. and calculated, like, how much power the scream (laughs) power would justify. I mean, he did this for a lot of stuff. And I'm just like, good for you. I mean, now I know how long it takes for him to do his hurricane, how much power it would need to do a hurricane kick.
0: I have respect for that guy, but at the same point, people have way too much time on their hands. Way too much time, but uh, respect to him for coming up with a very unique study. I mean, that that gives him respect. Did you ever see there was a guy who went and created a player in NBA 2K, and he created an athlete with wavy blonde hair and a tan and named him Donald Trump and put him on the New York Knicks wearing number 45 and on the other side he created a character which he named Barack Obama and put him on the Chicago Bulls and he wore number 44 and then had the play each other like one-on-one <laughs> Wow, it was wonderful, and I'm like some people just have <laughs> way too much time.
1: <laughs> Very much so, but I give them credit for putting for <laughs> using that time and actually doing something entertaining so there you go
0: Danner Hoops Ryan Stieg with you that is it for us Ryan heading off to hockey and uh, check him out for updates tonight as Northern opens their two game series with Alabama Huntsville what else do you have coming out this week of
1: course the big all paper comes out tomorrow so you'll see all the stories I wrote in there about that and uh, my son my Saturday column is about uh, it focuses on older athletes and what it's like getting older and I mentioned Adam Vinatieri mm. and his performance so I hope people will like that
0: Matt Bryant I forgot to put him in there, but uh <laughs> still, I think people like it. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Stig with you. Here's our Coach's Show, if you missed that earlier. Signing off from ESPN-UPWZ, I'm Ishpeming Marquette.